this is historical AF, unless you cuss like we do, then historical as fuck. Hopefully you cuss like we do. <laughs> and if you're a little sickly, then grab a tissue. <laughs> I'm Natalie. I'm Kina. And I'm Luciano. Woo! <laughs> We're a historian, a librarian, and the occasional surprise guest that deliver the funny, weird, spooky, and morbid historical nuggets you never knew you needed in your ear holes. Episode 22! <laughs> Smooth. Yay! <laughs> it's our first guest ever! Yay! Oh, hear the crowds cheering! Feel silly. The Mexican quota. Right <laughs> We're called third usually, but we'll take first. Luciano is a comedian, and he's engaged to a very dear friend of mine, and that's how I met him. He's hilarious. I'm so excited to hear. <laughs> All right, tell us about yourself. Who are you? Why are you here? I'm here because I lost a bet. No. <laughs> um, you see, we were at medieval times. Yeah. Uh, so, Kina is really good friends with my fiance, Bree, and I'm a fan of the podcast. And I always said, if you ever needed someone who has no background in actual facts, just kind of likes to talk, I'd be happy to jump on anytime. And she invited me. So, here I am. And I, I moonlight. As a comic, I say that because I have a day job. But yeah, I'm, I'm coming. Uh, I don't know when this will air, but 12th to the 14th, I'll be at Hyenas Plano, Texas for Aww. five shows. So I'm not quite sure when it's airing. But and then next weekend, I'll be in Hyenas downtown Fort Worth for from Thursday to Saturday. That's the 20, the 19th to the 21st. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone's listening in around town, but come on by. I won't pay for you, but I'll make it laugh. That's <laughs> true. You're like a legit comic. It's not like I'm like, oh, he's funny. He's a comedian. No, he's got like real gigs, people. He's yeah, really yeah. funny. Give some quick credits. I was a finalist at the funniest comic in Texas, and I was on Kevin Hart's Heart of the City Showcase. So yeah, so I've been, I've been around. See, there she goes. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop on that. Holy shit, that's awesome. I didn't know about the Kevin Hart one. Yeah, yeah. I don't even have a manager. I just got a, I got an email from a producer who got my name, and I tried out for their show. And I, I got, so that's the showcase. I didn't actually make it. Two, two of my good friends actually made it to the Dallas episode. It aired in July. So that's pretty cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah I wish I was really funny. I'm just kind of shake your head. You're ridiculous funny, but I'll take it. No. no. <laughs> so if you can't tell, Natalie's kind of sick, but she's hanging in there. She's a trooper. She's there somewhere. We can't see her. Normally I can see her when we Skype. But I just see a big circle that says N-A. Like, I can see her. <laughs> I like yeah, my I initials. I like my initials being N-A, non-actable. <laughs> That's definitely what's happened on my end. I can't see you. <laughs> you could be anywhere. You could be gone and I'll be talking to you and I don't know. Yay. Oh, I actually want to test that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm yeah. Just kidding. So how was your vacation, Natalie? Last episode, we talked about how you're going to Florida. Well, I survived the hurricane. Um, <laughs> so I stayed in Jacksonville, and oh, wow. there was actually worse storm last night here in Arkansas than there was during the hurricane. Really? Yeah. Really? Yes. yes. That's crazy. No, that is, it, that's no saying hurricanes are easy. I mean, because I know the Bahamas and other places got destroyed, but where where we were in Jacksonville, it was just a little bit of rain here and there, and... Some of the roads flooded, that, but they usually flood in heavy rain, so it wasn't really that big of a difference. Yeah. Um, you went to some really cool museums. I've been to Jacksonville because Zeke's best friend lives there, and I didn't go to any of those places, and I'm so jealous. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the Hummer Museum. Apparently, it's one of my uncle's favorite places. It has all kinds of beautiful artwork and real egyptian carvings and like a real bathtub that was cool that i posted on instagram last week and behind it is also really pretty gardens and weddings are there and it's right by the water so as soon as you are outside you're right there in one of the rivers oh cool we also went to ripley's believe it or not oh i've been to that one oh so cool it was it was really funny and and weird and crazy to see human bones carved into things. <laughs> yeah, that building is really creepy, too. Did you stay for the ghost hunt? No. Oh, that uh, was so fun. No, but we did go to the beach after it, and I was okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
the whole area, St. Augustine is the oldest settlement in the United States. So it's really cool. If you get a chance to go, you definitely should. Just so you can say you've been to the oldest part of the U.S. You know, that white people settled, not, you know, natives. Let's, let's be real. But it always irritates me. People are like, this is it. I'm like, no, these people were here the whole time. We're just the <laughs> assholes that show, showed up and took everything. We just put a flag there. <laughs> this is mine. This is mine. Super jealous of your trip, by um, the way. You should be. It was pretty good. The only <laughs> downside is with the hurricane coming up. You know, school started to close, and then I really wanted to check out their library because they have this new state-of-the-art library downtown. It closed, and then museums started closing. So I'm like, well, shit, I can't go anything anymore. Go So for two days, we ended up driving around, and we would go to what was open, which was a few antique shops. Or we would stay home, and we binged watch The Dark Crystal. So, Ooh, I just started really that. Mm-hmm. It's on my list. <laughs> It's crazy that you said that you you're describing your trip and how everything was closing due to uh, you know hurricanes coming and then you're like but I went to the beach I'm like wait a minute <laughs> is there a hurricane coming I know it's, yes it's, so we did go to the beach waves were huge it was amazing to see like lightning in the far distance oh, that's so cool so how was your week um I mean work is work. <laughs> you love when I put uh, people on the spot and they're like oh, I don't know my week is just so boring. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it is pretty boring until the weekend. I mean, I, I get home, I, I veg out. I'm, I'm pretty boring when I get home. I'm not, I don't know, I, other than, uh, I'm, I mean, you were around me when I have to pee, so that's pretty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So I told my husband, I was like, hey, we're having Luciano on. He's like, God, he's so funny when he doesn't have to pee. <laughs> yeah. So now, I don't know, she told you, I don't I didn't catch up, but we you came down, we saw, we went to the Medieval Times, and mm-hmm. I I was able to get off of work a little early and get there, and I just, I got there early, and you know, I was holding it for over, I don't know, it was too much, but I was busting <laughs> at the seams, and then people started lining up, and so I, I just got in line, because the faster, I, the sooner I get into line, the faster we go in, and then right when they open the door, I forget that they have to make this performance of the entrance, and I'm just like, shut up, and <laughs> they're like, duh, 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 duh. fake trumpets are like, here, here, I'm like, go. Come on, I got it. <laughs> I'm just going to use this pond in front of all these kids. I got there was yeah. a point where he's like, do you think I can make it across the street or something? I was like, I'll run. Be like Frogger in this shit. Yeah. I got to go. It, it was fun. Yeah. Kind of fun. <laughs> like, you know, you know, I'm a grown-ass man, and, and, and I, I can't pee. That's just the weirdest, <laughs> just the weirdest feeling. I'm like, it's okay if I open the door and just hide between these two cars and pee on the ground. Like, it's it's an emergency. I'm not a pervert. but. Okay. Some kid's going to be like, look, mom's soda. God, they did that one time. The lady got out of her car and was horrified. And I'm like, yep, yep, I married that. <laughs> this is my life now. <laughs> Back up, uh, ladies. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, speaking of it, this is our anniversary week. Woo! Yay! Nice. We haven't killed each other. Trying to figure out what we want to do. I don't know. My dear was like, we should go touch penguins at SeaWorld. He's like, what is wrong with you? We don't do gifts anymore. We just do experiences. So I've been trying to find something. Smart. I mean, Mm. if you want something, you got to just get it, right? When you want it. Yeah, yeah. We stopped a long time ago. We don't do Christmas or birthdays or we've never done Valentine's Day, but we just don't do any gifts. We're just like, let's go places. Yeah. So I think one year we went to Eureka Springs and hung out at the Crescent Hotel, which is super haunted. I didn't see any ghosts. So I was really upset. And then (laughs) we just kind of, we went to Disney one year, which was like the best vacation of my life we went for our first anniversary slash honeymoon and now nothing ever is going to compare to a week or two weeks at disney so solid disappointment from now it's not part of the topic but i i want to tell you i had an experience with the other side and i i'm not i'm not crazy okay so like mm-hmm. a few years ago i went over to my sister's apartment it was around october was, I'm, I'm on october baby, but my niece's birthday was also in october so we made a cupcake cemetery thing and so, so back up. So my sister tells me, and she's not crazy. So first off, my <laughs> sister's not crazy, but she tells me that her apartment is haunted. And I'm like, what? Like, you don't have it. We don't have these conversations. And so she tells me that one time her and her roommate were just hanging out on, the, on their second or third pet floor and they're on the patio. And she goes to the bathroom and she goes, the roommate's like, yo, give me some, bring back some beers because they're just drinking outside. And she's like, okay. And so while my sister's in the bathroom and her, roommates in the patio they both hear someone fidgeting around 
beer can like beer bottles they can like so the roommate's like oh, okay she's coming out and then oh and then and then my sister's like oh she un- impatient bitch i said i'd do it right <laughs> and so but then the roommate sees someone walk by and goes oh that's definitely her whatever i hear the bottles and all of a sudden my sister comes out of the bathroom goes out to the patio and, and then roommate's like yo where are the beers and she's like i heard you get them she's like no i heard you getting them like no i was in the bathroom so that's that was weird she's like no i just saw you walk by she's like i literally beelined it from the bathroom i didn't walk past this and so that was the first time. And the second time, here's what gets really crazy. My younger sister says she is sleeping and wakes up in the middle of the night. And she says some dude is le- bent over looking at her while she's sleeping. And I'm oh, like, oh. No. Right? And so I'm no. just like, I don't know what to think. I'm just like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> and then my older sister who watches these haunted, like, she watches all those ghost hunters. So she's like, sleep with lights on. <laughs> right? Like, apparently that's kryptonite. And she says, my light bill be damned. She slept with the lights on. And it, nothing ever happened. Then one Saturday afternoon, busy afternoon, she's running around. She came home tired, fell asleep without really planning it. She fell asleep. And then it got late, like, while she's sleeping. And she said that while she's sleeping, she felt someone grab her foot and fling her over. And, oh, and, no. Yeah, no, and, no. No, no, yeah. no. And so she free- she's like, oh, my God. She goes in the cover. She's like, oh, no, the lights are off. She lights off until she just... Builds enough strength to turn on the lights, right? Enough bravery to turn on the lights. And she went to bed. And that's what she told me, right? Now, fast forward to us doing this cake. It's really, <laughs> it's really late. And I was like, yo, I'm really tired. I don't, I'm, can I crash? Obviously, she was going to let me. But I'm, you know, I was like, hey, can I crash? And she's like, yeah. She's like, you can sleep on the couch, which is not comfortable. Or we can share my bed. And I'm like, yeah, we'll sleep on the bed. So she scooted over to the side of the wall. And I got the outside. And right as we're falling asleep, I remember those stories going, what? Ah, it's like it's not. <laughs> so I remember we were baking, so it was really hot. I was kind of hot, so I remember putting the uh, the blanket down to like my waist because I was hot. And as you know, as the night went on, my body temperature dropped, and I got chilly. So then I go to grab the blanket to pull up, and I swear something is underneath the blanket, <clears throat> like fidgeting. No. <laughs> remember? Do you remember those little weird, un- like those little weird tubes that you couldn't grasp because it kept slipping out of your hand? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's what I envisioned. Just something was like, I'm not, and it, all of a sudden something yanks the blanket from me. Like just yanks, because I had it, and just no. yanks it. And I've seen enough scary movies to know what not to do. So at that moment, <laughs> you, don't op- you don't open your eyes. You don't open your eyes because okay. it's in your face and that's how you die. That's how you die. <laughs> so at that moment when the blankets were yanked, I immediately just started fake snoring. <laughs> and I fake snored myself to sleep because no, you're not gonna get me. That's, that that's how they the get you. Best. That's how they get you. You should make a shirt that says that's how they get you. Because that's how they get you. And so, yeah. And then I woke up and I didn't tell my sister because I didn't want to freak out. But then after she moved out, I was like, yo, I almost got murdered <laughs> next to you. That is the best advice I have ever heard yeah. of like, dealing. Yeah. No. Like, every, I never, like, I'm watching movies. I get so angry because when something happens and they're like, let me go investigate. Just close your eyes and fall down. Just, just, just fall down and just play, play possum. Possibly. Play possum because they want you. They're asking for you to come up, and you're just like, okay. It's true. Yeah. So that's the one thing I just cannot deal with. It's either them grabbing your foot while you're asleep, or like pulling blankets off. Nope. Burn it with fire. I always have that like unrational fear, like if when my foot hangs off the side of the bed, that something's gonna grab it. (laughs) The demons. The demons are gonna get you. (laughs) Yeah. No. No. Past that. I mean, it's just like if they're gonna get me. You know, this 14 thread count sheet is not going to stop. Just, <laughs> they're coming at this, so. Coming for you. Oh, yeah. It's like spooky season's upon us now. So. Yeah, it's coming. Oh. It's a come. Okay. So, anyways, I didn't want to get off topic, but that's what. No, I love Love a good ghost story. I'm so pumped. But if you have a good ghost story, email us at historicalafpod at gmail.com for our October listener stories. Shameless plug. I need some good hauntings in my life. I say that, but I don't really. Now you got me all spooked out. I want to be alone all next week. <laughs> just like ghosts can just go fuck the hell off because I'm going to be alone. Anyway, you want to do this damn thing? Do it. Ready, Natalie? Ready. What do you got? I'm awake. <laughs> What's your first story? What do you got? What do you got? Mine is, is funny. And I thought, what's funnier? Than all the crazy words that they have for vaginas. Oh, wait. I don't think we ever said what the theme was. God damn it. It's Lady Bits. Did we say what the theme I was? I think you said it, but I might have interrupted you when I was like, 20, 22, 22, 22, <laughs> 20, episode 
22. It's fine. It's great. Everything's fine. Yeah, we're doing the, uh, we've already done historical dicks, which is probably my favorite episode, honestly. So we're like, we have to do the uh, lady version. So before we start, we just want to play a little game. If you're at home listening, get an alcoholic beverage, get it ready. Because as you're listening and you hear a nickname for a lady bit part, I'll take a shot. Take a swig. Sip. Sip. Yeah, yeah. Take a yeah. yeah. You may die. <laughs> you may. Disclaimer. And let's see how long you last in the episode because I, I guarantee it's going to be more than two or three. Every time you hear <laughs> what you think is a nickname for a lady bit, take a swig. And, yeah, uh, disclaimer. Let, let if yeah. you get alcohol poisoning, don't sue us. <laughs> And let us know how many shots you had to take or when you stop or when you wake up from passing out. Let us know how it worked out for you. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, Ooh. yay. Vaginas, go. All right. Wolverine. <laughs> Instead of Wolverine, it's Wolverine. So, what is that? How is that? Can you use it in a sentence? I don't think I want to. It sounds like not safe. <laughs> This is a safe zone, safe place. <laughs> I don't know. They use it like a superhero name. That's how I see it in the article. Like, I'm Wolverine. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I need somebody to illustrate that. <laughs> no. No. Fan art. <laughs> Pink bearded clam. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> the red wagon. I don't like that. I don't like that one. Why is it red? Like, that sounds unhealthy. This one's gross. Meat curtains? Oh! Oh. I've heard of that one. Yeah, that's not good. Flower. Yeah, I've heard that one. Oops, sorry, I got my booze. Am I the only one drinking? I think I'm the only one drinking. It's fine. I would if I could, but no. It's just who I am now. Continue. (laughs) Fur burger? What? Oh man! <laughs> I like that the comment under it is that it's a fuzzy mouthful. Well um, done or medium rare? I don't eat meat, so I don't know meat terms. That's true. She is vegetarian. I'll just stick with tofu. Thank you. <laughs> There's an upright wink. <laughs> Oh, that's creative. And then they have a, here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> nice. It's kind of like a picture of Will Ferrell winking. Oh. A garage? Oh. Garage. That just sounds rude. I think I've seen TV shows, girls pregnant, and the guy's like, I don't want to have sex. And he's like, what if I park the car in the garage? And it, like, bumps oh. the <laughs> Okay. There we go. Funny. Uh, muff. Oh, I've heard that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, fish lips. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, no, for so many reasons. Taco. Camel toe. That's the original one. That's the original one. I mean, that's the first <laughs> slang for that. I'm like, what? <laughs> Love button. Oh. Honey pot. I just think of Archer, that episode called Honeypot, where he's doing that maneuver as a spy where he's supposed to seduce somebody, but he's supposed to seduce a dude, and the dude's not interested, and he just gets so pissed off, because he's like, why am I not attractive to you? (laughs) Dang, Jazone. All right. Beaver. (laughs) But I like, underneath it, it has the angry beavers. (laughs) (laughs) They will turn on you. They will turn on you. The French fried dip? Yo, man, some that's no man. Like, <laughs> French fries are like sacred. They they should just be pure and not tainted like that. How dare you? The pink canoe. <laughs> oh, yo! I just read an article where a Japanese artist 3D scanned her woohoo and made a can and made a canoe out of it. Oh my god! And she got arrested or fined or something. Yeah. <laughs> And like you look at it, you know, like where you sit in it, it's like it's 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 a woohoo. Wow. And I, I mean, as an artist, I respect all artists, but some of these 
performance artists that do the shock thing, especially the ones that do stuff with their vaginas. I'm like, why? 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 Alright. I, I don't know. I don't know if my camera will do it, but Oh yeah. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> you got that up on your phone really fast. <laughs> I, I sent it to Bree and I was like and I, I, you're I, like a little I, too prepared. Well, no, it's a, no, that's what I'm saying because I found it this week and I sent it to my. I said, like, and I literally said, "Baddest bitch level achieved," and I sent her that. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Next is a hippo's yawn. Oh, is yes. like a fat joke? Those are fighting words. Mm. A hand warmer. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like this one. It's the cave of wonders. Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> It's like half good and then half insulting. Yeah. Oh, good. I just think of Aladdin. I can show you the world. <laughs> I know. That's why. That's why it's fine. But if, oh. it's, if, if it started speaking in like deep voices, then we would have problems. Oh, what does he do? Like, are you worthy? Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. oh nice. <laughs> uh, of course, for JJ. Oh, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, and that was the last one, but JJ. I know there's probably so many others, but that was a top 21 list of that. <laughs> can I, can I, can I uh, tell you guys my favorite? I heard it off the show called Squidbillies. You familiar with that stuff? <laughs> so it's like the first episode of the show ever, and he's trying to, for some reason, win back his wife, who's estranged, mm-hmm. and she doesn't fall for it, and she's like, get out of here, and he gets so mad. He goes, damn it, woman, just let me into them sugar walls. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Sugar walls. <laughs> it's because he says that in a twang. It's just really the Georgia mountains, I guess. Oh, that's hilarious. Man, I'm Googling something. Oh, no. I was like, what are some historical vagina terms? You know those Victorians had a good name for it. Okay, I'm back from the Google, and I found this website, and I can't believe this actually exists, but thank you, Internet. It's called timeglider.com, and it has slang terms for vaginas throughout history, and then has the year that it was first recorded. (laughs) So, I looked at all the things that we just listed, and my mind is fucking blown. Okay, so the most recent is meat curtains, and that came around in the early 90s. Really? Yes. Then the next one is Flower, came around in the 80s, about the same time I was born. (laughs) And then, oh my God, it gets older. Okay, so Garage came around in the early 1960s. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we're going to start getting really old. Okay, so Fur Burger didn't show up, but Fur Pie did, and that was in the 1930s. (laughs) And then Beaver came around in the 1920s, and it's going to get even older, guys. Okay, so Pink Bearded Clam didn't show up, but Clam did in the 1840s. And then finally, the oldest one I could find on the list was Muff, and it was 1665. Good list. Thank you. <laughs> you know how uh, David Letterman used to have, like, top 10, and he had 10 people say something? I'm like, have that on the top 10, David Letterman. Yeah, not gonna lie, I googled funny terms for boobs for my story, and there was a Cosmo article that had, like, 101 best boob terms. <laughs> it's like, score. <laughs> I love the internet. There's literally everything on there. <laughs> for my story, I went with weird this week, and decided to go with the weirdest myths about boobs in history. <laughs> really excited about this. So at this point, it shouldn't shock your old system to hear that there's straight up bonkers beliefs about lady bits throughout history. I know that I've already blessed you with the knowledge that as far back as Hippocrates, people, i.e. men, thought that the wombs wandered around your body and like bumped you in the head and it made you hysterical. I'm going to start with a exciting but not necessarily necessary historical detour. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm like, this is important. No, I just thought this was funny. Anyway, it's widely known and accepted as a historical fact that women's bodies were misunderstood and even feared throughout history. And just think back to Aristotle saying that women are just scary, deformed men. People didn't understand what was going on over here. 
So that being said, it's no surprise that women were not studied medically for a long ass time. Men were actually used in clinical trials to study women's medical issues, which I don't understand. How do you study ovarian cancer for somebody that doesn't have ovaries? But I digress. And this is a huge problem with, say, like heart attacks, because women have completely different symptoms than men in heart attacks. Like my mom, she just had back pain and she was having a heart attack. It's crazy. Anywho, are you ready for me to blow your fucking mind? Cool. Okay. When do you think that the government stepped in and said, hey, you should probably test women for these trials about women? Last week. <laughs> That's probably a good guess. How about you, Natalie? When do you think this happened? Um, 1975. Huh. I was thinking about, like, when do they start burning bras? <laughs> oh, Nice. Well, that's a really good that's a re- yeah yeah good one <laughs> all right so it was made a requirement by the national institute of health in the united states to include and this is in quotes an adequate number of women in clinical trials in 1993 whoa oh, this younger than i am <laughs> you're so whoa. young Oh, yes, this is 1993. This is the same year that cops and the military and federal law enforcement seized Waco. It's also the year Bill Clinton, or Billy Bob as my dad called him, was president of the United States. Jurassic Park, Mrs. Doubtfire, and Robin Hood Men in Tights came out in theaters, and Nirvana's heart-shaped box hit number one on the charts. And finally, The X-Files debuted on TV. Just put some historical context. That yeah, and I was two years old. <laughs> baby. Just in time. You're welcome. Now. I know. Like, well, shit. Well, they started at around that time. Probably. But you know what's you know what's crazy? Like you say that, but then I think about all the the marketing in the past about marketing to women about things. I'm just like, you know, just like they were ahead of the game. You know, compared to the government medical. Yeah, I did some research, and it said even today there's not really enough women in clinical trials. So, anyway, this was totally irrelevant, but it was fun, because Jurassic oh, Park is a fucking good movie, and I wanted to work it into a story somehow. So, <laughs> back to my point. <laughs> With all this mystery around lady business, it makes sense that weird myths would develop like boobs during puberty. And many of these ancient and historical beliefs about female breasts are wild and probably a bit creepy, if I'm being honest. Despite how funny the history of the Tata and the myths that accompanied them is to us now, it's also kind of fascinating to think about how past civilizations basically assigned magical properties to the twins. Like, I like to, I want to go back to those days where our boobs are just magical. <laughs> That'd be great. So, I mean, I did read that back in the day, people thought that they could tell all about a woman's life and her magical powers by the size and shape of her boobs. Like, I'm probably a witch because mine are different sizes, but yeah, I was trying to Google what each size and shape meant, but I couldn't find that. (laughs) I'll have to Google that later. So, my story is going to be five weird historical myths about maracas that people actually believed and I got a lot of this from the bustle, and then I fact-checked it with things like BritannicaHistory.com, Ancient Encyclopedia, etc. And we will have all the links on our website for you, because I like to cite my sources. All right, number one. This one blew my mind, and I'm really upset, because I've thought this was true my entire life. The mythical Amazon warrior women cut off one or both of their testicles to be better archers. That is apparently not true. My entire existence, I thought that was real. And were you okay with that? Or were you like, oh, that's awesome, or like, oh, that's crazy when you believe that? I mean, I feel kind of dumb for believing it my whole life. I am a historian, after all. (laughs) I've been to grad school for this, and I still didn't know that. (sighs) So, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to do a story on the Amazon women, because I've heard that. And then I I Googled this, and I was like, oh, well, shit. That wasn't real. I really feel like I've lived a lie. Well, when you have both your boobs, I think you're fine. It's true. So I'm sure everybody's heard the phrase Amazon woman in your time. Hell, my nickname has been Amazon woman since I turned six feet and became a goddess. (laughs) So (laughs) you just choked. (laughs) I can't see you, but I can see your face in my head. It was good. Ah. Just saying that was just funny because I could see you just like. (laughs) 
goddess. Yes. So, legendary Amazon women like myself are badasses. Case in point, Wonder Woman and Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> it was noted in the article that I read that the Amazon woman term in itself is a, quote, annoyingly popular way to describe very tall ladies. So, stop trying to make me not special, Karen. <laughs> okay, honestly, the lady that wrote this was named Elizabeth, and I'm sure she's lovely, but... Okay, back to the... I get really sensitive. This is the one thing special about me, that I'm a giant. Anyway, so there's probably a lot about the myth of the Amazons that you don't know, and a lot of it has to do with their cha-chas. So first of all, if you are unaware, the Amazon myth has nothing to do with South America or the Amazon rainforest, and it actually has everything to do with Greek mythology. So I think that's also a misconception. It has nothing to do with the Amazon. The Greeks believed that the Amazons were a strong matriarchal society of female warriors whose origins and land were a mystery to even the Athenians themselves. The one thing that the Greeks seemed to know for certain is that they only had one boob. In Greek, Amazon is actually spelled Amazones, which is translated to approximately without mazos, which means breast. So their name literally means without boobs. In ancient Greek. <laughs> Greeks believe that the mythical Amazons literally cut off the right boobs as a way to make themselves better archers. I guess that's the most logical answer if you're like, your name literally means without boob, to assume that you don't have a boob. Some archaeological evidence has revealed the existence of a female warrior group, and they would have been historical contemporaries with the ancient Greeks, but there's no proof that they actually cut off their twin peaks. And no ancient artist ever has actually depicted the Amazonians with one boob. So all Amazons in Greek and Roman art have both of their boobs. Yeah, I can just see like a an ancient un- insecure man going, the only reason she's good is because she chopped off her body part. <laughs> That's the only reason she beat me. Because if I chop off my testicle, I would be just as good, but I'm not going to do that. That's probably what they thought. It was like, oh, she had to be flat chested like a dude to be good. Duh, she's a weirdo. Yeah, I mean, we've all seen Hunger Games. Katniss can shoot an arrow just fine. Thank you. Sip. Sip. I like my vodka. Okay. So my bubble was busted. They did not cut off a boob, but I don't feel bad for believing this because this idea is actually lasted more than 2,500 years. So it's not just me. And then I also wanted to add a few extra myths about the Amazons I found in a really cool CNN article. The number one myth is that they were man-haters. I guess a lot of people assume that a female race. And I think I've seen that on movies. They mate with a man and then kill him, like a praying mantis. That's apparently not what happened. So this idea of Amazons as a tribe of man-hating, domineering women who enslaved men and mutilated baby boys is not true. It arose because Greek men oppressed their own women And by their logic, if women were stronger and more independent than them, then they must torture and treat men like weaklings that are forced into submission as well. God damn it, men. Get your shit together. (laughs) No offense. (laughs) None taken. We're sorry. (laughs) Uh, Another Greek name for Amazons translates to an equal of men. The Greek poets called the warrior women man-lovers. In fact, there were as many love stories about Amazons as there were of war tales, which I did not know that. (laughs) Another myth is that they gave up motherhood to be warriors. Most Amazons sacrificed motherhood, according to some people, but this notion is undermined by the Greeks describing the warlike Amazons as working mothers that were too busy to breastfeed, so they nourished their babies with a mare's milk. So the no Amazon mothers fallacy is further disproved by the graves of nomadic horsewomen archers whose real lives inspired Greek Amazon stories 2,500 years ago. Next to the skeletons of female warriors buried with their weapons, they discovered their infants and children. Hmm. Well, that's kind of sweet. Wait, so what's the day once the mom died? They're like, you're going too? I mean, why are the kids there? (laughs) 
No, I think, I mean, back then people were just dying all over the place. Oh, okay. Assuming that their kids are next to them, that they apparently liked their kids. Modern scholars tend to assume that the Amazons are purely Greek invention, a fantasy exclusive to the Greeks, but the same warrior women of Central Asia also influenced other cultures that came in contact with these nomads. Exciting tales of historical accounts of the Amazon-like warrior women exist in the literature of Egypt, Persia, Caucasia, Central Asia, India, and even China. Even the legendary Chinese girl warrior Mulan turns out to have these nomad origins. So, take that, Disney. According to the Greeks, Amazons were barbarian archers on horseback who roamed vast territories known as Scythia, stretching from the Black Sea to Mongolia. Recent archaeological discoveries of more than 300 ancient graves of Eurasian women prove that Amazons were not merely figments of the Greek imagination. So that's really exciting. As Greeks began to trade around the Black Sea and beyond, storytellers and artists and Greeks added more realistic details about nomad weapons, their dress, and lifestyles to the image of Amazons. So... My detour about Amazons is over, and back to the shoulder boulders. <laughs> uh, my dad used to call bras over the shoulder boulder holders. God, he was a weirdo. Anyway, the number two myth is that masturbation causes flat boobs. <laughs> what? Uh, so we all know that masturbation has been a taboo topic for a very long time, and that the anti-masturbation movement led to frosted flakes, if you listen to episode four. But back in the 1800s, people actually believed that if ladies knocked on the devil's doorbell, their boobies would suffer the consequences. <laughs> I just love that this is true. <laughs> so funny. Clearly, during the Victorian era, which, if you like, dates is 1837 to 1901, this idea of female sexuality was even more taboo than it is now. So, not unlike today, there are actual human beings that think that sauce in your taco is going to make you go blind. (laughs) The Victorians actually thought that masturbating was a serious danger to the health of men and women. And in the case of women, this was the source of all those flat-chested women. (laughs) It's so stupid. According to an NBCNews.com pamphlet I found, it says, and I quote, Girls who have followed masturbating habits show usually strong indications in the failure of their glandular development. Such persons are apt to be flat-breasted, or as we term it, (laughs) flat-chested. This is like an educational pamphlet. Jesus fuck. Okay. Man. I just think of the the girls that, that, you know, were naturally not. And they're like, I promise I'm not doing anything. (laughs) It's not me. It's true. God, these poor, poor ladies. Like it's DNA. I promise, it's genetic. So this has been disproven to the relief of humans everywhere. But when you think of how recently people felt that this was a thing, it probably makes sense why people think flicking the bean is still a taboo subject. It it's beyond me why people are still like, oh, don't talk about that. But it is scientifically proven that it's good for you. So. There's my PSA for the day. (laughs) Go for it. Do what you need to do. So number three is that breasts protect female hearts and serve as armor during fight. That's what I say about my belly. (laughs) I'm just protecting myself. So in the 1300s, royal physician Henri de Mondeville wrote to the king of France that breasts exist on women in their exact placement on women's bodies for three reasons. Anyway. <laughs> All right, go. I know you were shivering with anticipation as to what they could be. Um, um, I'm going to have to tap out. I have to go. Okay. <laughs> nice meeting you. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Again, like later. Yes. Bye. Okay, feel better. Hey, guys, it's me, Kina. And at this point during our recording, Natalie got violently ill, to be honest, and had to go. So I cut out a lot of those gory details, but then I realized that it is a very awkward-ass transition to the next part. So I decided to be extra awkward and awkwardly tell you what happened during this part. So here we go. She had to go. She was so sick. She was really trying to hang in there, but it got to this point where her body was like, Nah, dog, you're, you're not making it. 
And then I felt really shitty because I just would not stop talking about Amazons. And the whole time she had to have just been thinking, Jesus Christ, Kina, stop talking. But anyway, so afterwards we decided, Luciano and I, to go ahead and finish my story out. And then we were just going to table that third story till next week. So next week, part two of Lady Bits will have four stories. Luciano is going to come back and Natalie will be back. She's already feeling much better. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. I also wanted to throw in there that I really hope nobody's actually playing a drinking game about the Lady Bits. Because I'm keeping a tally and we're close to 75 and you would be dead. So... If you're going to go back and make this a drinking game, please just take a tiny, tiny, tiny sip. Don't do a shot. Don't do it. All right, I'm going to hand it back over to past me and Luciano. Right now. Okay, so you said there's three? Yes. Three right, main Number one. He claimed go. that breasts developed in their exact spot so that men could easily view them. True. <laughs> True. I mean, it makes sense. Hold on. I did the math. It checks out. It checks, checks. out. Secondly, he stated that female breasts had a mutually beneficial relationship with the female heart. Evidently, it made sense to the royal physician that breasts kept their heart warm and strong while the heart did the same thing for the boobs. I mean, it what? just <laughs> sound logic. They're, they're for insulation. They're it's probably insulation. like. They're so warm. Why are they warm? It has mm. to be this. Yeah. Man. And thirdly, he said that the weight of the bazoongas helped women maintain their abdominal strength. <laughs> what? I mean, I've heard a lot of things, but I've never heard of boobs giving you abs. They give you abs, but a bad posture. So, <laughs> so fast forward to 1840, another physician named Astley Cooper made some of his own crazy-ass ideas known, and they're also incredibly offensive. He claims that milk bags and their purposes are... Oh, wait. Oh, claims about milk bags and their purposes. Cooper said that boobs helped women of the lower class to, quote, bear the very severe blows which they often received in their drunken pugilistic contests. I don't even know what that word means. Well, I'm gonna... Cinnamon, cin- cinnamon, synonym. <laughs> there was none. Anyway, so he's classist and sexist. So good job, Cooper. So it's either they they get beat up or they fight, and that's I... it's it's for, okay. Not great, not great, dude. So number four is that three nipples equals witch. What? Oh, that sounds like that sounds like his ex had three nipples, and he's like, "Yup, they're all witches, all of them." <laughs> yep, she's the first one. Oh God! So in the late 1400s, two Dominican friars published a book that essentially a guide to witch hunting. It's called the Malleus Maleficarum, or Hammer of Witches, which I talked about on our witch episode. No big deal. So, one of the tips it gave for spotting witches was determining whether or not the woman in question had a third nipple. What did these witchy women allegedly do with the third nipple? Uh, apparently, nurse, imps, familiars, and sometimes the devil himself. Oh, what if it's just a mole? <laughs> that was my next note. It could actually just be a birthmark or a mole. Oh, poor woman. They're like, no, 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 I promise it's... <laughs> doesn't feel any pleasure or pain. It's just a <laughs> Even more unfortunately for the women under suspicion, if they were found to be in possession of said third nipple, they were often put to trial for witchcraft, a practice that often resulted in torture and death. So around this time, wasn't it like taboo to be like dressings? I could, I don't know. What I'm thinking is how do they find these third nipples if women are covered up? I, I don't know. Are people just checking them every Tuesday? Like, I think if somebody's like, oh, my God, she's a witch, and then they strip her down. Oh, they check. The oh, yeah, they look for the okay. devil's mark. Oh, Sidney Crawford would definitely be in trouble. <laughs> True. Yeah. And then finally, my last myth is that menstrual blood perks up your boobs. Uh, <laughs> by applying it? 
or yes. have what buckle up because i know that like periods tend to freak the fuck out of people so here we go in a lot of ancient cultures, and even some today, people think that touching a menstruating woman often defiles a person. But in ancient Egypt, they felt differently. According to the Ebers Papyrus, which managed to survive ancient Egypt and contains a treasure trove of the era's medical advice, smearing menstrual blood all over your boobs was supposed to perk them up. Out of everything that survived ancient Egypt. <laughs> like... Nothing survived but this. The <laughs> best part, yes. <laughs> Ridiculous. The secret of eternal Ooh. life? Nah. Bloody yeah. boobs. <laughs> I mean, I guess to be fair, people today do a lot of wild shit to keep their boobs looking young, but I just can't imagine a time being like, all right, just smear it on. Let's yep. do this. Not necessarily okay. your own either. That's just. Oh my god. Is it waste not want not? (laughs) Jesus Christ. I had a good friend of Mm -hmm. mine tell me that his dad or his grandfather was giving him advice on women. And Mm -hmm. one thing he'll never forget, he said, uh, this is all in Spanish. I'll I'll say it in Spanish and I'll translate because it just sounds funny. He said to him, Mijo, mijo, cuidadito con las chinitas porque la la cortadita la tienen al, al lado así. He would just say, uh, be careful with uh, Asian girls because uh, they have it sideways. Like, what? yes. And I was like, what did your grandpa tell you? He's like, that's what he told me. Oh, so my he, God. Yeah, he honestly thought that for the longest time. He's like, they don't have it open now. They got it sideways. Just be careful. Oh, wow. That Man, that's a real thing that happened. That's, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> it wasn't me, folks. This was a friend of mine who told me a story. I felt the need to oh, share. Oh my! Wow. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the most fun thing about this topic. It's just even until recently, people just had wild ideas what lady bits are all about. That's just crazy. They should be feared. And but yeah, that, that's my sig. All right, guys, huge thanks this week to our newest Patreon members. Our newest Fierce AF member is Carrie G. We are so excited to have you, and we've loved hearing from you on Facebook. You know, we we love it when people comment on our stuff, so we're really excited. And then we also have a new Majestic AF member, and that is Frankie D. And I highly enjoy his live tweeting of our episodes. <laughs> but then I also feel like kind of a dumbass because he'll mention something from like episode five. And I honestly don't remember what I said or who said it. So you're definitely giving me a great refresher on our own podcast. Oh my gosh. So we're so excited. And all of our Patreon members should have gotten a special something in the mail this week we sent out stickers and buttons to everybody and if you haven't gotten them then you should check your messages and give me your address (laughs) all right guys if you're listening to this episode and you're like i need more i need more things you should head over to patreon.com slash historical af pod not only are you going to get the episodes early you're going to get so much additional content we post something nearly every day everything from deleted scenes bloopers book lists bucket list and you also get shout outs you get invited to our monthly q a parties our drunk dives are amazing they're my favorite thing that we do honestly and the higher up with the tiers the more stuff you get some of the higher up tiers you get a postcard that's been doodled by natalie and i you can get to choose one of our stories for an upcoming episode and even like the highest tiers, you get merch. So you can have a mason jar, coffee mug, or a tote bag. So definitely head on over. You can see all the tiers and you can go through the timeline and see everything that we've posted. And you just won't be able to access it until you join. But right now we have stickers and buttons and a lot of fun goodies that we're sending out to all of our Patreon members. So if you join before you run out, you'll get some too. And speaking of merch, we do have a merch store. It is shop.spreadshirt.com slash historical AF pod. And we've gotten some new stuff up there. We now have mason jars. And if you are a Southern Belle like me, 
and you need something to put your sweet tea in, then you need to get a mason jar. I'm so excited. They are amazing. And I also drink coffee out of my coffee mug every day. And I know I say it every goddamn time, but the shirts are so comfortable. I love them. And definitely... Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which is at Historical AF Pod. And keep a lookout because every time something is on sale or we have free shipping, we're going to post it there first. And finally, we need your stories. It's October coming up, so our extra AF for October needs to be full of spooky shit. I would love to have just all terrifying ghost stories for October. So if you have a terrifying town legend, something really terrifying in your family history, have you ever been to a historical marker and had the shit scared out of you because of something that happened, please email us at historicalafpod at gmail.com. And even if there's something in your hometown that you want to know more about, like you've heard this urban legend or something spooky that happened, and you don't have time to research it, just email us anyway, and I'll do the research. Because you know I'm going to do it. I, I love it. I can't stop myself. I, I just can't. can't. So, there's that. And finally, please check out our website. It's historicalafpodcast.wordpress.com. And it will have all our photos that accompany our episodes. It will have our sources There are links to how you can support us with Patreon and some hint, hint, wink, wink sponsors that are coming up. What? That's a thing that's happening. All right. So definitely check out our website. I also wanted to add that if you enjoy the podcast and you want us to keep going, (laughs) leave us an Apple podcast review. They have really changed up Apple Podcasts recently, and they've got a new categories. But like everything in the digital world, the algorithms keep changing, and there is a huge emphasis on reviews. So leaving us a five-star review is really going to help us become more visible. All that stuff really helps us out in the long run so that we can keep bringing this podcast to you and, you know, meet our goals and all that shit. So... Please, please, please support your indie podcasts by leaving reviews and tweeting and telling all your friends and doing all that good stuff. We highly appreciate it. And not only are you going to have our eternal gratitude, you'll have like good karma and shit. So that's awesome. And I think that's it. I might have forgotten something, but there's no way to know. There's just no way to know. All right, guys, that's it. And next week, we will have Luciano and Natalie both back here giving you a uh, longer episode. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.